0: Rise up and I praise up H2O with my fake cup Pat the broccoli and I bake up Slap my girl right on the butt Tell it's time to get this bread up Pass her that good stuff Turn my tunes on, put my pants on strip my paper right in the cut. Hit my click about business We just so ambitious Talk about the chances that we take Because we out here living so fearless Step out to the back door About to hit the alphabet store Knows the neighbors right next door I just wave out them through the one war Pedal down to the floor Running through the lights Watch me soar Reminiscing by the time you boy. was Doing bad, felt so poor, got out of that face now. Oh, I see it's a butther clouds. Uh, Assistant chat on his way now. With brush kids to best press. Like I wanna make
1: with my blood sock crew and our special guests. Alright, guys, go ahead and introduce yourselves. It's your girl, Killer Cam.
0: Yo, it's Sai. Yo it's the boy Dungala.
1: All right, guys. We're talking about Black History Month, then and now. Like I said, we have our special guest, Dangala. And if you're tuning in, you're listening to his featured song, "Papers," and we have another song by him, by called "Days Like This." So stay tuned and listen out for those two. Um, to get into the segment, like I said, we're talking about Black History Heroes from then and from now. Um, to kick it off, I have. Some people, I feel like, I want to mention as far as Black History from the past. Um, let me get my little my little notes together because I really got into this segment. I really appreciate Black History. I feel like um, it's not something that we talk about a lot, and I feel like it's something that we didn't we are not taking acknowledge the fact that it did not become a recognized thing until the 20th century. So the fact that we, A, don't, you know, recognize it a lot, and B, that it didn't become a recognized thing before the 21st century is something that we really need to take comments to and kind of just dig a little bit deeper and go beyond what they've fed us thus far about, um, you know, Rosa Parks and about um you know Frederick Douglass and Malcolm X and Martin Luther King just dig a little bit deeper into our history not to say that these people were not important but there's so much more people that um impacted and done little things that kind of made a change in our lives so the first person that I did want to recognize was Dr. Carter Wilson yes He began the um, Black History Month. So Dr. Carter Wilson is the man who initiated and who started Black History Month, and it made it a recognized thing for us to appreciate today. Um, Before it was called Black, it was, excuse me, it was Happy or History Negro Week, and within, like, times of change, um, they changed it to History Month. So we dedicate the study of Black History and the Acknowledging of those people that accomplish different things to M- Dr. Woodson. So, shout out to him for that. Yes, yes. That's what's up. All right, guys. So, what do you guys um, have to bring forth? Or what do you guys feel like is important as far as Black History Month and Black History as a whole? is anybody that, you know, speaks true to you two or us three But you know, <laughs> kind of speaks to y'all?
0: I mean, for me, I really don't like um, people, let we call it Black History Month because you know when you look into it and you know as i was growing up you find out that you know really the black history is history period when you find out so much about the inventors you know like black people made the stoplight the gas mask, uh lots of the important things that we use every day were 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 invented by black people and i can't understand why we keeping it to a month when it should be just in history period along with the Independence Day along with the whatever we learned at school it shouldn't be separate it should be all along with all the rest of the histories but um
2: I agree agree. oh I'm sorry no go ahead ahead. sorry um I agree with that I just remember um growing up learning about the same people over and over and over right um and it was even worse because I went to a Catholic school so I didn't know about anything, so I literally had to learn on my own, which is why, like, my mom... Now na- Back then, I used to hate it, but now I appreciate it. I used to have to watch Roots, watch the old Slate. Ooh, I hate Roots, oh my God, I'm so sorry. Roots, y'all. But, um yeah, I, I had Slate to Slate watch roots. the old, you know, <laughs> Mississippi burnings, and I had to watch that stuff to kind of get a, a better understanding of our history, because... Depending on white people, you're just gonna learn about the same five people. Um, and Three. like Dongala said, we've invented so much. I just learned the other day, like, a black woman, um, I think it was like she invented uh, something about the tooth, it was like the, a dentist or whatever. And I was like, Yeah, I, I had no idea, you know what I'm saying? Like, it was shocking because I didn't know, had I not known about it, I thought it would have been a white person, but it's like. You can't rely on... School. You, school. You can't rely on um, white people to give you your history. You, you really got to learn it on your own. Do some research.
0: Um, find out
2: where you're something. Hell, you probably related to some of these black people. You never know. True.
0: Now, I remember when I was in high school, I was good in social studies. I was done with social studies, I think, by the eighth... No, in high school. I was done with social studies by the 10th grade. But I remember... Um, my social studies teacher bringing up Michael Max and I was telling him because I had just finished reading the autobiography of Michael Max and I, I remember in class telling my, my social studies teacher about how Michael Max how Michael Max's father was part of the Marcus Garvey movement mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and he was like he didn't know that and I was like yeah he was part of the movement that's why his dad died his dad, his dad didn't just bounce his dad died <laughs> you know what I'm saying his dad died due to being part of that Marcus Garvey movement so it was and, yeah, he was killed, mm-hmm. and you know, his mom having lots of kids, it wasn't a good time in it, which you know, his mom, his mom kind of went, um, I think they said his mom was kind of, um, it was too much for her to handle, you know, with the racism, the situation, the kids, it was too much for her to handle, so she kind of went out her mind, in which where the kids had to, had to hold it, it down, now. you know what I'm saying, but um, it's just crazy where, you know, it took me teaching my social studies teacher who's trying to teach us about something but i'm putting you on game yeah you know what i'm saying it's a life-changing
1: experience when you have to do that <laughs> <right>? <laughs> and, and they hate teach the it like, they're like they don't care to
3: like... learn nothing besides what you know what they was taught to teach but that's whatever why was in like a book, that's the only gosh, important. All they, not the whatever only whatever that but
1: the main importance of black history because of what you just said like they only they, they don't, don't care whatever about they that. teach
3: whatever they were to teach. Whatever they was told to teach. Whatever's in that book.
1: Exactly. And they
3: changing, they changing the book. Exactly. But that's true. The book's is even getting more horrible. Like. That's what I'm saying. They, mm-hmm. they changing up, you know what I mean? Like just what what what, what went on? They they making it seem more more kid friendly. Like I seen something, you know, it's not related to Black History, but I seen something about uh, the the Trail of Tears. I don't, y- y'all are familiar with that? And mm-hmm. I seen like how they they changed it. They had a little post going around on social media a, a screenshot from a textbook. They was they basically made it seem like they made a treaty with them and wouldn't and like kind of escorted them out of their land. It wasn't no massacres, no killings, no nothing. Wow, so, you know, I, <laughs> I don't like,
2: like, like wow. that stuff. Like if you're going to teach people about history, like teach them the good and the bad. Like let these pe- let these kids know. Like these people were killed. I don't listen. We've we've learned about Hitler. I'm so sorry, you know, the Holocaust. But that's not the only. Massacre that has happened that's Teach them the about tragedy. Them slaves been taken A lot of people don't know That black people Sold black slaves Teach them about that Teach that's. them about This is not even our country This ain't even A white people's country Teach them about the Indians Not just The bullshit that you hear about You know what I'm saying And it that's what them, irritates me Columbus
3: discovered this And he's the, he's the man And that's why we still got off On that day to No this day. <laughs> 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 That is trash Teach <laughs> he didn't discover shit in
1: general just talking about history just talking about the true history but um when you think about history in a sense that's a passing of either stories or generational tales from generation to generation and it generally happens within a community so when you think about community that's why i think the importance of black history is because a white man or a indian man or an asian man or a woman on that same race um are gonna see things through their perspective, through how they saw that outcome happening. But when it comes to a black history and what we went through, I would prefer it to have come from a black woman's mouth or a black man's mouth and get their perspective because when it comes to relating to my life, not beyond what I see, but I know that our struggles maybe are are similar because I'm also viewed the same way you are. Mm -hmm. So, when I think about the history, and I, when I, you know, do my research about my black history, I get, I get more empowered, I get more excited, because for, it baffles me that we still talk about the Holocaust, and we're not baffling that we still talk about the Holocaust, because it's important to talk about these things, but the prevalence of which we talk about the Holocaust, and the prevalence of which we talk about, um, you know, what happened to Japan with the, um, the um, camps, Hiroshima. The Hiroshima, and the mm-hmm. camps and things of that nature, um, why are, why is our history so buried? Why is it that it's so hard for us to go to a library to do a deep search and really, like, figure mm-hmm. out our history beyond what is surfaced? It's just, it's baffling to me. So it makes me think that I have to do a little bit more digging because there's a lot more that's being held back from me that people don't want me to see. Um, it's beauty when you think about where we came from and where we are now. And all the accomplishments that we are a tribute to. When I learned, and I learned this in like when I was 24, that the Moorish taught the caucus, um, uh, the, uh, I think it was like the um, the Dutch caucus in England, how to wash. Mm-hmm. What? To mm-hmm. wash? <laughs> yes. To wash your oh booty? Yes. What? They <laughs> are you kidding me?
2: The they basic taught, us, taught them how to literally the clean basic themselves. Things. If we had not come it, along, then what?
1: It, uh, it blows my mind, the and simple things. And they still think, so then what? How to make, <laughs> how to take, what? How to turn one thing like peanut <laughs> butter and turn it into a multi-purposeful, useful thing that you couldn't think of one reason, to, one way to use it. I thought of multiple ways to use that one thing. It's just, it, it's empowering. So I think it's important on that tip because I feel like as we progress, we kind of lose sight of where we came from. I feel like um, a lot of different cultures are able to look back and the good and the bad and kind of, you know, Sit with it and feel empowered. And we're the one community that struggles with that identity. I feel like from time to time, and when they will be able to look back, or either because we don't want to do the research, or there's not research or available information there to look back and kind of get that same empowerment beyond you know what's surfacely there.
2: I just I think that it is lack of. Education in the community because I even from Black people I hear, um yeah, let this stuff go. It's in the past, and I'm like, what? what past? The past. You're My grandmother was literally in <laughs> segregated schools, and she's sixty. Like this was this is new. The first I can't even remember her name. I should have looked it up. I'm so sorry. I've, I've been at work. The first Black girl who, well, she um went to I'm not it was like a white school. Oh, I know you're talking her, about her. Um, she's still alive. Something like, I forgot what her name was, and I can't believe I, I forgot, but...
3: Yeah, I know, we sound so
2: <laughs> it crazy, like, what's her name? But the first black girl to go to a white school... Still alive. She's still alive, so it's not in our past, it's not... It's not just a Centurals. thing of the... Yeah, it's not like it was decades and decades ago, like, that's, st- that's still new, it's mm-hmm. still a fresh womb, and the Ruby same Bridges. way... Boom. Okay, Ruby Bridges. Yes. (laughs) So the same way that they the same way that they show (laughs) the um what's the Holocaust um in schools the same way that we talk about the Diary of Anne Frank. Shit, show Roots. Should be a focus on yeah yeah. I mean it is long as hell, but spend a week on Roots. I mean if you're not gonna do anything else, show that movie. Hmm. Show some other stuff. It's just like. It's aggravating, I'm going to say, to say the least. It's really aggravating. Um, And like Callie said, our history is buried. And it's like, why? It should be praised. We've come so far.
0: Well, I think it's buried because the more you look into it, and I'm not not trying to diss white people. I mean, all people are are equal. But you digging more into it, you start realizing that black people, people of color, really created almost everything and they don't like that well i'm gonna say they there's a group of people who who doesn't like that and doesn't want the future to know that the people of color the melanin color is really the people who really start this um even when you look in the history they they say well you know blacks were brought to this land well the reality is we already been here we've been traveling before columbus Mm -hmm. back and forth from africa to north america I mean, the original Indians were of a darker melon tone.
1: Why do you think there's so many Africans all over the world? That wasn't through just slavery trade no. or just bringing people back across the lands. No, we traveled. We had Clearly. we we went around. We got around. We got around, <laughs> we got yeah. rode around the yeah, block so we, a few times. Why do you feel like they wanted to come to Africa in the first incredible. place? There were so <laughs> many valuable things there. There's still so many valuable things there. Why do you think they're still there? Mm-hmm. In 2019. <laughs>
2: It's just I don't know I, I really wish that black people had mm-hmm. more hunger to learn about their history um and I know we we'll probably talked about this on an earlier episode but I I'm on the fence about the bandwagon black power thing because it's like I'm happy that people are like black power you know and it's black lives matter but it's like are you genuine are you genuine with it, it? you a, know like are you are you over. really are you really That'd learning history? Are you bad really bad learning bad. your power? Are you really, you know, appreciating it or is it just like let me do it to look good? For you know, now. like those hype beasts. I think that's what it's mm-hmm. called hype beasts. But it's like, are you really doing it to be genuine or what is
0: it? I just hate when it takes for something to happen for everybody to oh, um, when someone gets shot, like, you know, when the black kid gets shot or when something racist happened, oh now everybody's back to black power, putting their fists up. But then as it fades away, we're back to regular life. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? So, if you're going to be about the cause, be about the cause 24-7.
1: Not just when
0: something happens and now You want to be about the cause.
1: And let's be 100% clear. Being about the cause does not mean that you got to go and, like, post a whole bunch of black quotes and a whole bunch of black power things and put your fist on and get your hair going (laughs) and get your outfit going. That's not it. But taking the step to actually learn about these legislations that are these laws that you want to change that are inflicting the black community, learn about these legislations so you can actually put forth to change these legislations. Learn about these governors, these senators, these uh, politicians that we're actually voting into, even down to your... Uh, your county the mayor the people who deal with your money the fact that we've been paying for taxes for the Charlotte Road system for I don't know how long and we still ain't got no highway together (laughs) where is this money where is this money (laughs) so figuring out these things and why these people are able to hold their offices for years and years unrenounced unmoved Mm -hmm. pay attention to these things start there and that's how you make those subtle changes on up the food chain in my opinion
2: I agree um I've heard it from a lot of old people. White people can take anything they want from you. They can take <laughs> anything, but they cannot take your knowledge. Learn, read, research. You don't have to go to college. Google. You're on your phone all day. Google it. You know, go to a library. Read. Um, You know, it's a quote. Oh, my God. I'm so unprepared. Oh, my God. It's a quote. And it's like, if you want to hide something from a black person, put it in a book. Mm, yeah, I've seen that. Yeah, I've seen that. Mm-hmm. And do you not know how trash that is? Because it's like, people don't read. I could ask people the last book that they read, and it's, they don't know. Or it's some BS. You looked at me and said that. No, yeah. I... <laughs> that was personal. Like
3: that verse, was like, I could ask like people how many books they read. I'm like, damn.
2: No, it wasn't but personal, it's but it's true. It's like, people don't read. They don't read a newspaper. They don't read a magazine. They don't read a book. People don't even have library cards. But they read a gossip
0: site. I mean, we're in different. We're in a different stage of um, of life right now. Everything is technology based. Either you're gonna read it on a tablet, or you're gonna read it on a computer, okay. or you're gonna see it on your phone it. now. Read I don't, it. I don't think. Um, I haven't been in the library in a long time. I mean, everything I read is off my tablet or um somewhere else. But um, I do pick up some books, but most of the stuff I'm reading is something off a tablet. But you know, it's from a book or. Um, the e, so the e-readers, mm-hmm, you know, mm-hmm. I do that too. But we're in a different stage where the convenience of reading is not the same no more. And um, going to libraries is not a thing unless you are already in school.
2: That's fine. They can I, make audibles. I, hello, they got have Kindles. I have a Kindle. Um, you but you can listen to the book. It's yeah. I, get it how you live. I don't care how you do it. Just be knowledgeable. That's all. Like I don't give a damn. You reading off a building. Like just read. Mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> like keep, people... that's how my mom got me to like help me get over my reading issue. Is like got me an audible and got me a book and I had to listen to the, the words as I thought on the book and that's how I figured out. Okay, that's what that word is. That's what's what going on. All right. Like it's you just got to take that initiative. Listen to podcasts. Hello. Hello. <laughs> TV. Get your information from different things. Like you just gotta want that knowledge. Um, I did wanna just touch on a few people that I did in my research that I kinda just like, oh, I did not know. So someone from North Carolina, um, his name is Flay McKenzie. He was a lawyer and a civil rights um activist. He was director of CORE, which is the excuse me, I don't want to mess it up, Congress of Racial Equality. He helped find the city of Seoul, which is here in North Carolina. I have to find this city. I've never heard of it, I've but never now that heard of I'm there. Right? I gotta find the city of Seoul. It's here in Charlotte. He co-founded that city. Here for us. What? I hear so- a road trip. coming. I, it might be, like, the welcome home. You know, if you've seen the movie Big Fish, maybe, maybe not. I'm going to just, like, fix into this. Basically, in Big Fish, there's, like, this, like, little hometown. And it was, like, all this, like, nice grass and picket fences. And everyone was happy and singing, eating pie. And everyone was happy. I'm imagining the city of Seoul is, like, everyone's really nice. Fried chicken's on the grill. ribs on the grill. Super black. They got moonshine. They got lickers. But they got, like, you know, the church in the way, way back for Sunday. Moonshine. You feel me? And you just walk. And the grass is really nice.
2: I wanna go. So this I thought it was a movie <laughs> and so, I um, wanna go. You had me until you
3: said moonshine. Like, well. I mean, they got this like, <laughs> too.
1: They just got everything for everybody. Like hey. I am not sure what entires. We're just gonna
3: bring the henny for you, okay? You know? um, I'm saying <laughs> if it's a black event, they are gonna have henny there. Yeah. Of course. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <Exactly>. <laughs> so yes, Mr. McKenzie uh, found that city. He also developed and found a law firm here in Durham, North Carolina as well. So shout out to him. He is also a North Carolina native. Uh, someone else that is cool and awesome to me and any entrepreneur out there any inventor out there you should definitely give him a hats off to your life um mr thomas l jennings he's the first african-american to receive a u.s patent for his invention and paved the way for other people to get patents for their invention up until that point no one or inventors of those sorts were not getting recognized for their things so he was the first person to kind of pave that way for us so those are two people that i was like what that's kind of cool
0: um, it's um, it's, a, it's two things I want to, um, get on real quick. Um, I'm guessing because most of our listeners are probably from Charlotte or North Carolina. Um, has anybody ever heard of Brooklyn and Charlotte?
1: No, but now I want to know more. Okay.
0: Right. So, long time ago, I don't want to say long time ago, but early 19th, early 1900s, um, from where, uh, where the Charlotte motor, no, where the Charlotte... Okay. Well, basically, Brooklyn was a neighborhood in downtown Charlotte. It was um, right now known as part of that second ward area around downtown Charlotte. But basically, it was the southern part of Charlotte, where we have the Charlotte Mecklenburg Government Centers, the Marshall Parks, and where the NASCAR Hall of Fame is. Mm -hmm. Okay. All that was a black, was a black, was a big black neighborhood. They call it Brooklyn. What? Um, now Brooklyn consists of several churches, hospitals, restaurants, hotels. Movie theaters, grocery store, tailor shops, barbershops, salons. I mean, a YWCA for women, a YMCA for men, with upper, middle class, and lower class Black people. All that what? was, all that was there in downtown Charlotte.
4: Um, small what? houses.
0: <laughs> I know it's crazy. I didn't know about it. I mean, now I first heard about this. I was um up late night. I don't know what I was doing. Probably came back from the club, fell out on the cat on the couch, woke back up, and um. I think it was uh, PBS um, late night. It came something something about this came on, but I caught the last part and I was like, What? So let me do some more research about it. But, um, so the reason why it's not there right now, there's still some pieces still left out, but the reason why it's not there is because they had this thing in the 1900s called the um, the, uh, what was it called the, the urban renewal program. The urban renewal program in America was supposed to take down areas in america to rebuild them well you know take them down rebuild them to better the city you know what i'm saying
4: oh gentrification and <laughs> what, <laughs> and what oh, they okay. did in
0: charlotte was build the charlotte Mecklenburg, you know government center in marshall park um, not caring about the black people who had this neighborhood full of black businesses and when i was talking about the hospitals the restaurants those hotels these wow. churches these barber salons, these wow. tailor shops were it all so many
1: people were all
0: black businesses, owned, run by black people, and they were just tore down. And what I read was, you know, the urban renewal program was kind of quoted as the black removal program. Because <clears throat> they tore down the black neighborhoods and then and then leave black people with something to live off on. Now, it wasn't just a hood. It wasn't a hood like you go to a hood. This is a black area. They say it was, it's a, it was a community, in in the community, because it was so much there. You can do everything within that area. And um, the only things that's left now um, that you still might see is the first United House of Prayer. It's still downtown. Mm. I don't know if y'all see. It's right by the mm-hmm. transit. Yeah. You know why that's there? Because of Brooklyn. It's yeah, it's, because of Brooklyn. it's
2: in an odd place. It's
0: in an odd place, but it's there it's because of Brooklyn. Because Brooklyn was there. Um, the Cherry Neighborhood by Marshall Park. It's the only thing still there. It's a black neighborhood. It's called a Hood Hood now. But Cherry was part of this Brooklyn area. Mm-hmm. Um, Panther Stadium. Uh, if y'all didn't know, before Panther Stadium was built, the building that was there first was the first black hospital. Now, before they were trying to tear it down to build the Panther Stadium, there was people trying to fight to keep this building as a, you know, National a, you, yeah. know as a, you know, something to keep up as history mm-hmm. in Charlotte. But, you know, it didn't win got knocked down and they built a Panther Stadium. They so, could have kept Whoa. that.
2: They could have kept that Panther Stadium but where it But just think. Good. And just think.
0: Now, that area downtown Um, just think if we was able to keep that. It's so gentrified now. You know, but this is why. Charlotte
2: would
1: have been so different.
0: Different. But this is why we have West Charlotte now because when they tore down Brooklyn everybody just moved towards to what, the, west the West Side. And if you notice how West Side is so close. To downtown, mm-hmm. and the black people just start like you know, right? Move you right know, you, you, when you go down Tray Street and change the betas four, it's like boom, we, we in betas four. The reason why it's like that is because there everybody you. from Brooklyn just move right to the west side, betas four, West Boulevard, Tuckasegee, Freedom, all that, all the roots, all those people, their their history comes from Brooklyn. So that's why Charlotte is the way it is. um Now. What well, I also want to hit on was this place called, um... Everybody heard of Black Wall Street, right? Yeah. Of course. Okay. But well, did you know there was a Black Wall Street in Durham, North Carolina?
1: I did hear about this. No! Yes.
0: Okay. I did hear about so this. in Durham, Crazy. there was another place, kind of like a Black Wall Street. Um, it was there to the, the early ni- um, 1800s all the way to the 1900s. But in 1914, it got messed up due to um, a lie about a black man raping a white woman and it turned into just burned down the whole city where it didn't turn where it just could have arrested one person, but it turned to something where it tore down a whole city. Now, one thing is black people always say, it's always hard for us to get loans. It's always hard for us to, you know, get these loans or have black businesses because we don't have no black money. Right. Well you know why I don't have no black money? Because the black money that was being built a long time ago got destroyed. Mm. just think of if Brooklyn was still here if um, Paris Street the the black Wall Street in Durham was still there we would have had wealthy black people being able to help other black people get we these did. loans instead of us having to go to these banks who don't even show us no love in the Preach. first place
1: And that's why you gotta take kind of just a little you gotta think for a second like why would one particular group of people just try so hard
2: so, sorry to cut you off. So, have you guys heard of that movie called Rosewood? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Is that where that's from? The Black Wall Street in Durham? It's a mm-hmm. movie with Ving Rhames or whatever. And a white lady lied about being raped by a black guy. And instead of, like, you know, investigating it, they literally burned the entire town. Like, hung everybody, killed everybody. uh Women, children, men. Like, they killed Everybody like if you see the movie, the movie literally makes me cry because everybody died. Like literally a group of people, I'll say maybe like twenty people out of a whole town live. Mm. But I'm thinking that's where it came from because that sounds like that, and it was in the South. It was like South Carolina ish, South Carolina. Dang, that's
1: crazy. It's a really, it's one of
2: those movies my mom made me watch. It's really sad. Oh
0: well, you know, the the white woman getting raped by a black man was a just a one of those lies you can use to go tear something up problem yeah that's what it seemed like that's the same thing that happened to black wall street it was a similar lie that happened to black wall street and that's why it got tore down but the thing is that these places this it wasn't like they just tore down a house you tore down a whole community yeah. And yeah the police ain't done nothing the police didn't do nothing
3: they was helping
0: the government didn't do nothing It like wipe it out
2: that yeah that's the bad part about it and it still happens to this day because the white women cry wolf all the time and it's so common with like the black athletes and it's like why y'all ain't learned y'all lesson yet like leave these white women alone like i don't discriminate discriminate against (laughs) no (laughs) you know interracial dating but it's like the history the history behind it like i just couldn't i wouldn't feel safe because this this white woman yes she may love you genuinely as a black man, but she still probably got racist just family keep, members. Yeah, like,
1: just motives.
2: be careful when you swim in those waters. I don't mm-hmm. I All right, it,
1: guys, we're going to kick it to a smooth break. If you've been tuning in, you've been tuning into to Jeans Radio, so thank you to Kit Emo for having us. You're listening to Blood Talk TV. It's your girl, Yo Callie. Follow me at just be the underscore, underscore as well. Follow the hashtag at justbe.clt. I'm with the crew.
2: It's your girl killer cam with three M's and an underscore on Instagram.
3: Yo, it's Sai. That's
0: spooky Sai.
1: And of course we have our special guest.
0: That's Dongala. That's D O N G A L A.
1: Alright, you're about to hear our two featured songs. We have first lined up for you days like this, and then we have papers all from our featured guest, Dongala. Stay tuned.
0: Chia. G- then I praise up H2O with my fake cup. Pat the broccoli and I bake up. Slap my girl right on the butt. Tell time to get this bread up. Pass her that good stuff. Turn my tunes on, put my pants on. Strip my paper right in the cut. Hit my click about business. We just so ambitious. Talk about the chances that we take because we out here living so fearless. Step out to the back door. About to hit the alphabet store, knows the neighbors right next door. I just wave out them through the won't war. Pedal down to the floor, running through the lights. Watch me soar, reminiscing. By the time your boy was doing bad, I felt so poor. Got out of that phase now. All I see is a butter clouds. Assistant chat on his way now. Was brought here to the best proud. like this. I wanna make on a Yeah chips, ED you damn, you with this, damn. gotta be strong, no weakness, or you get break breakdown to pieces, better catch up with my sequence. I'm different place, you can't see this, fearless is a fetish, traveled to the B's and capital creatures, I don't worry about haters, lets me know I'm best player, you better be mad at the game, I'm just out here swooping up layups, never on simple, I'm on the wave, leaving them crippled, now I look sickle, I'm killing them inside little by little, built from bottom to skyscrapers, chasing greatness, like a Laker, this clouds, blow out vapor, Get knocked down I'm like Undertaker Round for round I'm not going down Some will smile summer frown I'm next up On the mountain Ready to strike out We ever got the crown The moves to go Verbally taking out Million of bodies Never up properly This guy's so stepping out anybody We done got lost Hit up on highway robbery But I'm up properly We ever did the lottery
4: Dad
1: TV. It's your girl, Yo Khaled. I'm here with the Blunt Talk crew and our special guest, Dungala. All right, guys, say hi. What up,
2: Hello. Hello.
1: <laughs> if you're just tuning in, we were, we were talking about um, Black History Month here, then and now. Just touching on some of the um, important things about Black History Month, why it is important. Some people that made Black History Month important to us or individually, and some things that we just didn't know. Kind of learned some things. learn about the city of Seoul, learned about Brooklyn and Charlotte. So I'm just like... I'm all about Black History Month right now. I'm ready to do my own little person research after we're done here. Um, so the second part of the second, we're kind of going to talk about some moments in Black history for the 21st century, the 20th century-ish. Um, some pop culture moments. Some things that kind of just made us laugh and kind of we wanted to ignore and just... Um, some recent things are going on in black history. So, for me, something that um, I love and I love the meaning behind it, and I feel like this was one of those trendy um, black history things that I hope continues on uh, the Kit Patrick movement. I know everyone knows about the man. You know about a man who kneeled during the pledge of allegiance because of police, police brutality and he stood forward and got you know what Kaepernick? Talking, yeah. But wait, well, no you, you first of all my,
3: what did you call him?
1: My first, second of all, you ain't
3: going to call it the pledge of allegiance to be in the school.
1: The star I think that the national anthem. The national anthem. anthem. Well, it's all on the same rep to me because it's the same. I was just confused with the, the names. It's all in the same hey, rep. What did you call them? The Pledge of Allegiance <laughs> is something. It, <laughs> this is why I say what I say, okay? Because when you stand up at the thing, you're, you, put, you, you yeah. put your hand up above your chest like you say in the Pledge of Allegiance. They have the flag there and they sing the national anthem and they do the star single band. The but whole, The difference is they'll the the tell you to put
3: your pencil down before you stand up.
1: But the whole breadth <laughs> of the whole movement is to salute a country that does not represent and does not stand for the people that live inside the country. So, that whole movement, I really fuck with. The Capernick. The Capernick. Thank you. Okay. Because <laughs> Cap- I was... Whoever. Cap- uh, it's
3: definitely Capernick.
2: I, I thought it was Capernick. It,
3: Cap- See,
1: I've heard so many pronunciations of this man's name. Tomato, I, I'm tomato. so sorry. Probably
2: by a bunch I'm of so different sorry. white
1: people who usually fuck up. I'm sorry. But...
0: Can, really? we, yeah. can we get
1: it one time for the one time? What's his name?
0: Kaepernick. 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 <laughs> hey, we all know what you're talking about. We know. We know what you're talking
1: about. I I really, that you. moment was a really great moment you. for me. Um, I like the slogan that Nike and him came up with. I do not want to mess this up because if I mess it up, <laughs> I'm going to hear it forever. So the quote, and I quote, that he collaborated with Nike is, Believe in something, even if it means sacrificing everything. People do not understand the value of sacrifice and understand the value of doing something for sacrifice. And I believe that for him to be on the pedestal that he was in and on, um, to make the ultimate sacrifice and make, put that sacrifice on display for other people to see, um, it kind of speaks to the little person like me who's just middle class. Like, I can make the little sacrifices and not spend money at Gucci and all these places that don't support me. I can make those sacrifices and put those money towards the black communities that do support me so when I do need something I can call on those people um and then just how he kind of sparked, noted and kicked off a lot of people just making a change and Sticking to their roots and making a more political stance. Uh, I, with that movement, Ti, I saw him making a lot of more political movements and talking to his governor in at Atlanta. Snoop Dogg did the same thing and getting more involved with the politics and things of that nature. Charlamagne tha God got him with his politics within New York, and so did uh, the whole Breakfast Club uh, DJ Envy. So, with that spark of him making that move and making that sacrifice, I saw a lot more people that had platforms um, not be afraid and make a stand and make their voices known. There was a woman, I want to look that up, that also lost her job over this whole, like, shenanigan. I forget her name, but she was a woman, um, spokesman on ESPN, and she spoke on his behalf. And oh, to the black girl. Jamel,
2: Hill, I think. Yeah. I think it's something like that.
1: That's it. Lost her job. So, sacrificing something is important when you're trying to make a movement. So, that's my, you know, tidbit in hmm. the 21st century. Capernick. <laughs> Kaepernick.
3: Kaepernick. Oh no, God. God you, you you said it with confidence too.
2: She said too. Kaepernick. She said you like, no, did. I thought you said Kirkpatrick. I was like. She did. Okay. she did. All right, all right.
1: What you got?
3: What that's you the, got? I don't said. know what, what that was. Well, who who's who, my, my uh Black History?
1: For yeah, for the now.
3: My guy is Virgil. Oh, Lord. Who's Virgil? Virgil. I forgot. I forgot how to pronounce his last name. Ab, it's, it's something weird. A B L O H. Whatever the hell. A <laughs> B L O H. I don't want to mess it up. But he is now the creative designer for the menswear of Louis Vuitton but he started off with his own brands and he black so you know shout outs to him cause we always you know we the first person to call one of these brands racist like Gucci but Louis who's you know another brand just like Gucci is out here employing black guys as head of directors so that's why I want to shout out
1: alright Virgil <laughs> mm. and
3: check out his other line Off-White but you know we already know about that one
1: we knew about Off-White I guess, yeah, Did we, we, knew about we it. all know about Off-White I didn't. I did not know. I'm pretty that sure y'all yeah, knew about Off-White. Mm. I guess I had
4: to
3: see
2: it
3: in the picture,
2: and I'm like, oh, that's them. Mm. You've yeah, seen them before. No. <laughs> <laughs> definitely seen them before. Anyway, so my, <laughs> what you got? Mine would be, um, I don't know if everybody saw this movie, but it was The Hate U Give. Um, it started as a book uh, by Angie Thomas. Um, it was New York Times bestselling novel. And then um, they made it into the movie. Um, it was directed by George Tillman. It was with Issa Rae, Amanda Stenberg, Regina Hall, Common, Russell Hornsby and What's some other the hair. The hair. The braids? Okay. Okay, no.
1: Yeah.
2: Um <laughs> so basically in the movie it was about, um, a black kid got killed, um, by like a routine traffic stop with a white cop. He reacted He thought he was reaching for a gun. He was reaching for a hairbrush, and he killed him. Mm -hmm, Um, So, like, it turned the community upside down. Um, It was also in the movie Code Switching. I don't know if anybody's ever heard of that. But um, I related. Like I said, I've been to private school. So the girl in the movie goes to private school, but she lives in the hood. Mm -hmm. So she had to figure out how to leave her hood problems in the hood Mm -hmm. and then relate to the snobby white girls at school so um it was a really good movie um the ending literally broke my heart um if you ever watched it I'm not an emotional emotional person but I literally cried every time I watched it it was really sad um of course the officer got off um they didn't indict him um but the end message was really good also the title um, supposed to spell out like Thug Life or something like that. Mm-hmm. They say it's from Tupac, but originally Nicki Giovanni started that. So that is my 2000. What was that? A- 18. I like that movie. Life Changing movie. It I was think... really good, and they really should have been nominated for an Oscar.
0: Mm. Yeah, but well, you know. You of
1: know.
0: course. definitely into that. I think going to have to be um, the Black Panther movie.
1: Yeah. Um, mm-hmm.
0: I think. You got to think about the Black Panther, the character itself, um, and the, the, whole, the whole Marvel movement. Um, the Black Panther, you know, this little Marvel world superheroes, he's the richest
4: mm-hmm. superhero. Mm-hmm.
0: He's a king. Mm-hmm. He has technology that the world does not have. And if you saw the movie, he's on his James Bond. Like, he's almost like a James Bond. And he don't have superpowers. He's using this technology to help save the world and his country. But I like what it did for black people um, and the black kids. You know, when I was growing up, I only had Superman, Batman, Spider-Man. They were all cool, but you know, they were all white. Only black superhero I saw was probably the, the Meteor Man movie. Um, oh, spawn. There was Spawn, but they had something to do with the devil. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> um, but you know, with Black Panther, I think it it did a lot. You know, it, it changed black Hollywood, or Hollywood period. Because now Hollywood can believe that you can have a full black cast and still make money. Um, What else? Um, As far as the the black um, community, people are wearing the African garments now. You know, that came back in style a little bit more. Um, Also, like Afrobeat, the music, Mm, that mm. that became a little bit more popular. And then, you know, everybody started having the African accent. Like, hey, hello my brother. (laughs) (laughs) How are you doing today? You know, just, you know. But I like how you know, that one movie just, it brought, you know, a lot of things to light and open lots of eyes to the black people in the black community and gave the younger generation something different to look at and they can say, you know, I can make a difference or there's right. something I can look up to. There's not just a white superhero, there's black superheroes who are powerful as well. You know, usually the black superheroes are always use the a side, it's a, a sidekick.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, now this one is not eight. the
0: sidekick. This is the the dude. And if you know about the Marvel universe, uh, the Black Panther, he 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 becomes the leader in the Marvel universe. Mm-hmm. So.
1: I think the production as a whole was a very monumental production as well. Beyond the all black cast, I believe it was the first movie to actually have all um, majority of the music production be by. African-American mm-hmm. artistry in the whole production if I'm not mistaken was written by uh, Kendrick Moore and that whole um, collective so that was an, a dope dope show for sure and it was the most I think it was the um, highest grossing Marvel movie to date yeah, yeah. so it's it top, made them top five yeah I
2: love, I love that Boy, movie Black Panther, yeah. Black Panther. Yeah. Yeah. I think I love that movie Um, I really hate the backlash that it got Um, well I'll say social media backlash because it's like um, people were saying y'all praising Wakanda but y'all don't praise African countries and I'm like, can y'all let these people have their moment? <laughs> like it's a first of all we know it's a movie, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, but not everybody it, did. what did
0: you say?
3: Not everybody did. Some people were dead thinking Wakanda was real. <laughs> but,
0: <laughs> there is a real Wakanda, but it's not the Wakanda that You're thinking of Yeah. Yeah, but, yeah, but yeah. I'm saying
3: people really were jacking that Wakanda was like a spot like. Like, trying to go over there visiting, <laughs> <laughs> Like, like you, can't, you can't do that, bro.
2: But it's mm-hmm. just like, you know, people were saying they were doing too much, going to the movies with the um, African garment. And I'm like, but don't people go, listen, I'm a Harry Potter fan, but don't people dress up as Harry Potter in Long the now. cast? Star Wars. Don't, Star uh-huh. Wars. Um, p- the Pokemon. All that shit. Like, they do that. So why, when is it? <laughs> our time. It's an issue. Like, like, nah, y'all finna go in there and do it. Because I know when Lion King coming out, it's a
1: wrap. I'm going to so, wear some type of Lion King shirt or something. Like, it's... But, uh... Mm, people don't want you to be happy. People don't want you to be happy. No, I was just the white
2: people kind of thing. They were just mad because we were like, Oh, we got something to celebrate. Yeah, I agree. Um, But, I don't know. I love that movie and I think it was an awesome movement. Hell, even my kid loves it.
1: Well... To go into our next one, we're going to talk about um, just achievements and kind of the black history. Not in the sense of black history, but just black achievements as a whole and getting into um, the value of why achievements are important. And kind of segue into these recent Grammys. Um, I remember when I spoke to Dongala, this was one of those things that he kind of brought to my attention that he really wanted to speak on. In a sense of the Grammys being um, an award show that people strive to be a part of and be on and get notary notified and get notary through it and um sometimes they don't even highlight the people that actually have true talent or they miss a lot of people so it's just like talking about just life achievements and being a black person who strives to achieve Mm -hmm. different things um to me achievements are important because they're just like mini goals or just certain things i can step to elevate myself and be better um I don't know about everyone else, but I just strive to be the better person than I was yesterday. I don't have no, like, magical end goal, but, you know, just to be a better person than I was yesterday is always a great achievement. Um, and then I wasn't necessarily never big on, like, trophies and things, like, growing up playing, like, sporting events. Like, I got the participation award often, you feel me? Because <laughs> um, it's just all about being able to participate for me. Um, but when you think about, as a whole, like, collectively, re- collective Um, Artistry, when you think about um, just inventors and writers and things like Nation, I don't, I can't think of many people that have been um, recognized by the Oscars um, that are black. I can't think of many people that have been um, Nobel Prize winners in that same breath that are like African American. Um, I just feel like those particular reward shows are designed for. A Pacific um, taste of people, and for a specific taste of um, Pacific group. Yeah, I mean.
3: What you looking for? Yeah. <laughs> Not a taste, a group.
1: <laughs> just you know, they just they a like selection. different selections of things. I don't know. That's just what I take from it. I just feel
2: I like want... Oscars, black people get snubbed all the time, and it's one of those things like if you get it cool, if you don't. You're not I feel any like less that's talented. That's
3: not even something that we we approach like. No, it's I not. really heard people be like, Yo, I'm trying to win an Oscar. Like, I, don't, I don't really see people. That's not really one of our goals. That's not even something it's that sounds like we want to win. Like.
2: Because how many great African American actors do you know have Oscars? I mean, come on, one of the greatest, Denzel Washington. How many he got? Angela Bassett. How many does she have? Cicely Tyson. How many does she? It's like. Well, I'm not saying how many my time. Well,
0: it's not just that. It's like when they got it, they got it for a role that was so. Trash. Trash.
2: Yeah, it was like
0: either Denzel got it being a bad guy, Honey, a villain. Yeah. Yeah. Why, why not John something. Q? What happened to John Q? Yeah. Michael X.
2: Right. Out of all of them, um, and then it's like or somebody's playing a maid.
0: Um, I forgot. Yeah, you. Were, um, the, I forgot her name. I know who you're talking about.
2: It's like if you're not gonna get anything for being lead, awesome role, like I, I wouldn't care. Grammys to me are a totally different thing. Um, but Oscars and stuff like that, I don't, nobody cares about that stuff, except for white, excuse me, white people.
1: You know, it is what it is. And they have so many award shows now. You got the dang Grammys, the Oscars, the VMAs. You have the freaking Viewers Choice, there no, no, the, um. People Choice. People's Choice Awards. You got the BET Awards. You got the, uh, Nickelodeon Awards. You can it's win everything. Mm-hmm. They got the R&B Awards. You they got
3: the He lost both. According to Google, Will Smith was nominated for two Oscars, but lost both of them.
2: Exactly, and he's one of the greats. Yeah, so to
3: we'll go to Denzel next. Why
2: do we care? Yeah,
3: that's crazy how he ain't got one. He been in like 100 movies.
0: He's Mr. Mr. Summer. He, Mr. he, he Mr. locked down movies. the summers. So he should have been one. He locked down at least three summers one, I mean, a few years. Like, yeah. He had three summers where he had, he had the best movie for the summer.
2: And Will Smith had got so many movies. Like... I don't think you should measure your success by that. Even Grammys, it's one of those if you get it, that's awesome. Cause Beyonce has what? Between her and Jay Z they got like fifty Grammys. If you don't get it, does that make your music any less inspired? Does it make it any less great? You know. Um people were complaining that Astro World, you know, didn't get nominated, but was it any less impact? Like, his tours still sold out. He still made his money. He's still awesome from that. And still shit still gets played. Yeah, once
1: again, once you become like Oscar nominated or a winning person, do you become like do you get a big, bigger check? Like does your pay scale become bigger? Like are you now like?
0: It boosts your popularity. I mean, I, I worked in retail. Um, you know, me being a music artist and then working in retail and then finally being able to work into the, in the CD section. Um, I think what well first, you know, to me as an artist, you know, when you when you listen to your you know people, the Grammys is the biggest award to get. But, you know, as I got older and I saw that Bob Marley never won a Grammy, Tupac never won a Grammy, Nas never won a Grammy.
3: Facts. Facts.
0: I'm like, hold on. Hold the on. greatest. Biggie didn't win a Grammy. I'm like, hold up, What's going on? And when you do more research about it, you find, you find, you find, you understand that, you know, people behind the scenes, that there's a group of people who they do their research and they pick these winners. Right. You understand who is that group. Is that group even in touch with what's going on now? Right. You know what I'm saying? Because mm-hmm. it was one year, um, I was working in the CD section, and like I think this is when, and I'm, and I'm, and I'm, and I'm not just talking about just black music, because this is when um, Justin Bieber was hot, Drake was hot, and it was the, the Grammy Award for the Best New Artist, and who won was um, Espera, Esperanza Spalding, mm-hmm. who does jazz. Now, no disrespect to the to the woman she's a black woman who does jazz I didn't you know I didn't know about her until working in retail but from what I remember working in retail when those boxes of CDs came in right. I put one box of hers and it will be out there for months mm. if I put out a box of Drake if I put out a box of Justin Bieber's those had to keep coming mm-hmm. so when it comes to the Grammys best new artist of the year she wins, it didn't make sense. Her music don't really sell, but Drake and Justin are just killing, but she wins the Grammy. Now, what the Grammy does, it makes people think, well, ooh, this person's the best person out. Because what happened was, those boxes of Esperanza spawning mm-hmm. oh, now we are getting more them. boxes. Because now she's known as somebody mm-hmm. great. Mm-hmm. So the Grammys do, they boost up your popularity. And that's why I think People think they have to win it. Um, dramatic people like Kanye, when he didn't win that one award, he went crazy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know what so I'm saying? Sure.
2: I have a question though. So. With Cardi winning her Grammy and Nicki never winning a Grammy. So what does that say? So, Bullshit. okay,
1: this is where I would segue to. The XXL uh, magazine cover. I know everyone's familiar with the XXL magazine cover. Mm-hmm. At this point, you can pretty much, your company can buy your placement on the XXL magazine cover. And prior to this particular discovery, even though I'm pretty sure it's been a freaking thing, um, at some point, the XXL had some type, well, they had... Uh, respect enough to put artists that were actually making an influential um, movement in their stride, or they were actually like, really good, like newcomers, mm-hmm. on their covers to give the notoriety for the people that come out for mainstream. Um, now, it's if you're a new artist and your company has a lot of backing, got a lot of money, they can pay Double XL for your placement on the magazine cover and then you boost off like that. So, I'm wondering if, in the same sense for these Grammys, these Oscars, can certain people buy into these? Rewards yeah. and, or get into these nominations, and then it's like, okay, on some like secret Illuminati shit, is it like only offered to us a like few people that they feel like they could use for future things? No, I money talks, so I, I I don't think that's the case. I feel like at to some you'd... point, to some extent, money talks.
3: No, I, I, I don't feel like Carby now had more money than Nikki ever did in
1: her career. So. No, it's but not, you have to have one or two things you either have to have money or value.
3: And I think Nikki always had value. But Nikki's That's value is getting. dropping. Yeah, but when Nikki's no, value no. was at his peak, its peak, Nikki's peak value is Nikki way more than is Carly B's value
1: now. So I mean. is valuable, but Carly B is influential. Exactly. But so the get Car- is Nikki this. was at her, her peak that was more Cardi influential than that can go on Instagram now. now and talk about a governor, and talk about how she would dog walk a governor, or a or, or public speaker, whoever the person Tell who was. Me. yeah. You know what I'm saying? Dog walk a public speaker who was supposed to speak on Trump's campaign, and get not just a hundred, but thousands upon millions of people now interested in this particular topic that would never ever pick up this particular topic And you know, don't get do that? No, I'm, she hasn't. Cardi I mean,
3: do you want to me and the and all the and a Grammy? Nikki didn't even say nothing while her fans attack Cardi and they to social media. It's not a question of
1: if, so if she, she can or would you? she... It's not a question of if she can. The question is, why hasn't she done it? So the that fact of the matter is, done. Carly B is oh, already there. playing into my... If I was a person sitting back and I value either money or someone that can bring me value... Unfortunately, Carly B has more value Cardi. to me. <laughs> Car- Jesus
4: Christ,
1: I heard you say Carly enough. <laughs> I'm, I'm saying her name right. You didn't like how you I said speak. said Carly. I did not. Hey, her <laughs> or Nikki? I just feel like with Nikki, I would pick her. back in the day...
2: You'd to you pick... No, I would pick her. Who, you pick Carly? or Cardi? Cardi. I'm choosing Cardi, but I feel like back tripper, in the tripper. day... Nikki, Nikki was you. a bunch, she was up against, it was more so a men's club. So, yeah, she was Nikki broke only, down the wall. She, she did, you. I'm not gonna front. Nikki, broke down she did what walls. she had to they do, but back in, her. in the day, it no. was more so, she's up against so. Yay, Jay Z, M. Like, she, she was, drag, was up
3: against, up against the heaviest, against so good so music she at its peak. She was rapping right I now.
1: don't believe that statement for this one reason. Um,.
3: Young Money at its peak. I, mean, I feel like
1: deceased. if you if you would have had her come out with this at Car- with Cardi B at the same time and then had this conversation, you would have a totally different conversation because then you had someone in her realm speaking the same stuff she's speaking in the same audience that she's speaking. You're talking about people that already had and been had an audience that already have a different audience than her. Who The people that the women that she speaks to are not even really interested or if they do listen to them, they're not listening in the same capacity as whether they're listening to Jay-Z or Nas or these people that she's speaking on. So for the last X amount of years that she had her reign, she was in her by herself. She had no one to go against.
0: She had no competition. She had no competition.
1: Yeah. So no. it's like, yeah, she you didn't give care her the clout because she had no competition. But now she has actual competition that prevents value, hence why I'm just saying as a person that's speculating, probably won the Grammy. That's probably why. Well, I...
0: You got to think about... It. Got, it's two different people. I mean, and I don't buy... I mean, I listen, but I never I never bought a Nicki album. I didn't buy the Cardi album. She I didn't listen either. to it. Either. Maybe because I'm a dude. But <laughs> we got to think about the different personalities now. Okay? Nicki, and listen to her music. I mean, I, I, one thing I, I... There's a difference. Um, Nicki, her persona, um, she's a queen bitch.
4: Mm-hmm.
0: Right? And in some of her music, she talks down to women. Mm-hmm. And where you got Cardi, she brings up the women mm-hmm. a little bit. Now, I know she she's twerking. You know, she's doing some ratchet stuff. But she talks more about women being up there with her. Where you got Nicki talking about bow down. Mm-hmm. I'm mm-hmm. the queen. I'm the greatest. And mm-hmm. that also comes in play. And also, I, I think what happens, I mean... You can speak too, but this is what I'm, I, I'm gonna just let you, you know. I mean,
3: I'm gonna let you finish before, uh, but, before I speak. my... But, mind. No, I'm just saying this, this is what, but this, but, this, but this
0: is what I'm saying. But then I got also think about Cardi B's personality. You know what I'm saying? Before she got hot on the music scene, people loved her the person first. You know, of loving hip hop. And then when she was done with loving hip hop, it was just a little video she used to post on social media when she was just talking. You can't, you can't front. Cardi B's a funny, a funny mm-hmm. woman. Alone, She's you know what relatable. I'm saying? Right, she does I'll some give funny stuff. I give you this, but Nikki. She, ain't she she's mean, bro. I don't, don't want to be her say. friend. I, I want to hang out. You know what the Cardi. problem
3: is, Nikki don't the, the fame don't like she don't been up for so long. She ain't talking to none of the you know what I mean. She forgot about the hood. I ain't to say she forgot about the hood, but she been up for so long she that is. she feel like she ain't gotta talk to niggas. Realistically, what the fuck I gotta talk to niggas from the hood for? Y'all, y'all ain't got no love for me anyway. I got money now, but that's a whole different topic. Cardi B, <laughs> the only reason why Cardi B is is talking, you know what I mean all this relatable hood stuff is because she just blew up. A year ago, so we still going over. But she, ten years from now, she's not gonna be jacking all this.
1: We don't know that. You know, you can't. I mean, you right. Like we,
3: can we can try. We can. see. But when Nikki first came out, she was doing. You know, what I mean, regular hood stuff. Because Cardi oh, B mean, just blew up a year ago. So Mark, she, what this she is this? Why really you no can already enough.
1: see that she's gonna outlive Nikki within the year? Within the year her music is already, not even her music, but her actual persona has evolved. So the fast. fact that the not matter She came is, out and within a year exactly had a baby by a the rapper nigga, is, who,
3: who was at the, the, the top of his career. When the she reason died. why... So, the Carby reason why... came out was so, just chilling.
1: No, the reason why artistry artists have a hard time when it comes to switching up is because people are not willing to evolve with them. Exactly. But the fact of the matter is the air that she came in, we're able to evolve with her, so when she does her switches, we're switching with her. It's hard for musicians to come out Jack in one thing, haha, uh, like Nikki does, and to come out 10 years later, you're still him. on the
2: same You're still on the same thing.
1: Girl, and it's boy. like, with
2: no, it's like girl. With Cardi. changed that She boy. was, well, she was a call stripper.
3: Cardi rapping rappin the same shit that Nikki talking about, and A. It's, B, you saying that she, she talks down. Nikki talk, Nicki don't talk down on females. When she talked down, saying, bow down, or oh, you bitches is my sons, she's throwing subliminal distract this tra- this to whoever the fuck been dissing her because you got bitches like Remy Ma. Sending the whole four, five, six songs before she said anything. So instead of sending the whole song back and, you know what I mean, giving her, her clout, she'll just throw a bar. bitch, you, my son, bow down to the queen, and whatever the fuck song she got. And then go about her day. And, talk and about every song. And shit.
2: How many songs over the got. past 10 How many years
3: mm-hmm. songs have we heard? Remy throw out, out four, five, six songs back to back. And they all be Nicki Minaj dishes. It's like damn. We not even kid. listen to Remy. So we ain't going to bring her up. I'm just saying, That's who she going like, to. It's people like her. People like Cardi who throw a little subliminal diss message, You know what I mean? She, she's going to throw her little shit back. So
1: bringing it back to the Grammys though. When it comes to achieving an awards and that nature of the get. They are both are out here achieving different things. But when it comes to if you're a person that actually values the Grammy, Carly B is now a Grammy-winning artist. artist.
0: And not just that. If you're a person that but, values the Grammy, But But this is the thing about Carly. She won... It's, it's the award she won. She but, won yeah, that's what people are saying. She won about. the best rap, rap album. She This wasn't best female hip-hop artist. Because I don't think they have a best female mm-hmm, mm-hmm. hip-hop artist category. She won best rap album. Mm-hmm. No female. Just, ever. Won that award, mm. so she outdid J. Cole, mm. Drake. Mm. Which is should because that. I mean, that, I,
3: I and then they, they showed mm. the poll afterwards. We got, but see uh, one thing the about the Grammys that I've I learned, the picture, they they,
0: they I mean. go on what's popular. Because even white people have a problem with the Grammys. It's not just there's mm-hmm. some white people got problems but with. But she Grammys. didn't win the poll more than the
3: picture I've seen.
0: There's some rock and roll artists who feel like you know just because this person is this this high in rock and roll and this person this low in rock and roll, the higher person won. But yeah, I mean. At the end of the day, Cardi B's a little bit more popular than Nicki right now. And I think that's what the main reason why she won. I, she's She She's, she's Cardi currently. Cardi B currently is currently. more popular than Nicki is currently. Yeah. But at the peak, nah. At Nicki's I don't
3: peak, think she Cardi ain't won. Has, I don't think Cardi has hit her peak yet, though. Oh, I definitely do. I don't
1: think she's hit her peak yet.
2: Nah, she hasn't. She's, she's
0: just getting gro- started. Yeah, I think she's definitely still she's still, she's still, still growing. And she got a lot to come. I mean, let's, think about, let's, let's look about the American Idol. Okay, when, when American Idol started, Nicki got her little spot there. And lots of people thought she didn't deserve that spot. But let's just think. You think, that if Cardi was there at American Idol, <laughs> would there would have been a beef between Cardi B and nope. Mariah Carey? Because nah. the whole thing, when Nicki was there, it was a beef. There was always some kind of catfight between Nicki and Mariah Carey. So let's say if Cardi got that position, would there have been a catfight on the set? I don't think so. I think Cardi would have been like, all right, Carrie, Wow, you the she would have been praising Pay homage. her
1: homage. You shoulda gave respect.
0: But Nikki wasn't giving no homage. Nikki was already thinking she was the stuff on American Idol when she didn't make. She didn't have as many accomplishments as everybody else on that um, board or that the group of hosts who were doing the judging. You know, everybody had stuff that can back them up. Right. Nikki was still brand new. Now right. I was happy for Nikki. I was like, wow, she got that spot. Okay, she gonna get some money now. But how you beefing with my Carrie, though?
1: And she's an actual legend who has placement in Hollywood. That's all I'm saying. Her legs are insured for half Come a million. On, that's, um, that's just me. Um, For a person who doesn't really feed into like, don't get me wrong. If it's on TV, of course, I'll watch it. But I'm not a type of person that really feeds into these award shows just because I feel like... I don't really know what you're grading it off of. So, for someone who's just a viewer and a spectator, I kind of want to know what the, all the specs are. Like, are you talking about like performance, humanitarian action, all of the above? Do they donate? Like, what's the get? Um, but I will say, as a, someone who's striving as a creative, um, it's important, I feel like, to get recognized for your achievements. But it's also, as a creative, to recognize that. It's not important that a community like the Grammys or so and for recognize you as much as your audience, people that actually feed into your, your what you're doing, you know, recognizes you. As long as you get that recognition for the people that actually are feeding into what you're doing, to me, you're still a solid individual. If you're selling, you're selling. Like, that's just it. Um, and then break your own records at that. Um, and that's kind of how I feel about the Grammys. That's just me. But what y'all?
0: I mean, I agree. I mean agree. I mean, we live in a different stage now of music, you know, where now you have social media, you have these things now that can easily blow you up now. You don't need I mean, there was a long time ago where you had to be on you had to be on radio for people to know you. You don't have to be on radio now to get Shit. to do shows. I mean, I think there's there's underground hip hop artists out. who are living good mm-hmm. who never get played on the radio. So, we're in a different stage. <clears throat> I think Drake made a good speech when he was talking about if you got people coming out to your shows and, you know, showing you love, you've already won. And that was a good speech. I think lots of people need to hear that. I think that hit Travis Scott in the heart because he should have won an award at the Grammys. He yeah. had the best hip-hop album of the year. That, that, was, a, that was, was a good there. album. He should have got an award. But, hey, it is what it is. As long as you're making that money, you feeding your family, that's all that really matters.
1: Yeah. all right guys so that wraps up our show for blunt talk tv check us out every sunday live at 704 catch us again on wednesdays at 2 p.m on true dreams radio it's your girl yo Cali. um check me out at just be dot underscore underscore as well as just be that's the hashtag all right guys
2: it's your girl Killer cam with three m's and an
1: underscore on instagram
3: it's spooky shy
1: and we're here with our special guest. of Thank you so much for coming in. Thank you so much for having us. I mean, having um your music play. You're so awesome. It's
0: Dangala. Um, just search Dungala at D-O-N-G-A-L-A. I should be the only one. Um, <laughs> everybody, um, can i give quick quick shout outs. Yeah, go ahead. Um, I'm gonna give a shout out to um my group Level, um Masterful Music, A Plus Entertainment, um The Connected Music. Um, And, you know, everybody in the QC, you know, stay large, live it up.
1: And as always, find his featured song Days Like This on iTunes. Again, find him at Dungala. And thank you so much.
0: smell possibility, nothing can hinder my energy, I'm willing to deal with the penalties all for the chase for the big money green don't even look back to yesterday, down with their places so far away all I see future and present day, making everyday a holiday, everything call away step with the shot, and J fade away step in the thing like a boss, CEO best strength don't care about the cost, just close a deal, about to break off, live for the most, safer later than die, only one life to live, gotta handle your biz, Upon in the game until when you're the whiz, no Dorothy story, how out for the glory, just this paper on your girl got you moving. All I do is sit back and let her clap. She put the on me, so I play it wrong. Leash, you know I'm out for the green. The man in her dreams, so that she found, and it seems not trying to be mean, but I'm on to the next scene. Cause my mind stay twerking, grind stay lurking. Her mind, I'm jerking. Move with a certain My enemies cursed. Uh, now they wanna know who that person. I've been here the whole time, working perfecting my craft. In the, out the lab, I guess it's about time I let the cat out the back, I can only be me. That's S A B, but the beat in the crowd, not B I P. Your favorite, but favorite MC specialty. Look like my last, so I can leave legacy. I just want the paper, I just want the paper See your tissue
4: looking at me I'ma take her I see you later, I see you later
0: While she collect somebody grind me Biggest ain't my money, more problems Sick situation, gotta resolve them. You don't know nobody till you see them at their lowest They show the the coldest, so they care careless, the modest If it ain't about the profit, they put it in their pocket Pit pocket and then walls, press the bullet in the socket Take a step back Can it be? Money is my honey That's my baby, that's my heart Nothing can split us apart Through all the light and all through the dock We were always meet our Lock Cause we were always meant to be And nobody can ever take that from we. It's what we see, still can't believe. I guess it's all indeed. This green is a fruit of all evil. It even chases people, have a thing other people ain't equal. A butterfly to a beetle. But I heard one beetle eat a million people. John Lennon, political, not average, not good, not typical. The grace, all I drop is miracles. As you walk the paper, as you walk the paper, see your tissue looking
4: at me. I'ma take off. i see you later. i see you later. I just want paper. I want want the paper. Yeah, I just want the paper. Yeah, I just want the paper. Yeah,